Hey, senders, welcome to another episode of the Segment Podcast. This is episode 19, and I love the fact that you're still here with me. Thank you so much for being on this ride. Um, episode 19, and also want to say a special thank you to the uh, podcast supporters. First of all, a special thank you to 7IDP, 7 Intelligent Design Protection protective mountain bike gear for both the male and female athletes. If you guys are looking for any kind of mountain bike protection, take a look at sevenprotection.com and see if there's anything there that you like. What I love about this company is that they concentrate on mountain bike protective gear only. Uh, They've got everything from helmets and protection all the way down to your ankles, and they don't break the bank. They've got great quality products for affordable prices. So check them out at sevenprotection.com. And if there's anything that you like there, uh, type in the promo code segment for 15% off your purchase. Again, that's promo code segment for 15% off your purchase. Also special thank you to the Bole brands. Bole brands, that includes Serengeti, Bole, and Spy Optic for powering this podcast. The Bole brands are a great group of eyewear from goggles to your normal life to sporting life. Um, They've got you covered there at the Bole brands. In fact, I I love the Spy Optic foundation goggles. I'm currently running those in my mountain biking, and the periphery on those are fantastic. And the Happy Rose or the Happy Lens technology that they have built into the lenses are are second to none. So check them out, guys, at um, spyoptic.com if you want to take a look at those foundation goggles. And special thanks again to the Bole brands. And finally, the newest supporter of the podcast is Tasco. Tasco, you know, the makers of the gloves, the shirts, the hats. Um, Tasco is located down in Carlsbad, and Nate, the owner, is such a cool and inspirational guy. Uh, The guy has survived a heart attack and come back to mountain bike. He's also done the leap that we all sometimes dream of, the leap of thinking of a business and creating it in your bedroom, moving it into your garage, and then moving it into a certified big warehouse. Um, Tasco is doing big things, doing great things this year. And uh, if you are looking for any kind of new glove or hoodie or windbreaker for this winter season into the spring, take a look at Tasco. Um, I'm currently running their double digits for my gloves, and uh, they they drop a new design every single month. So Tasco is an amazing company ran by a great guy, and you'd be supporting a good cause. Um, if you want a discount there for Tasco, we're offering a 10% off for Tasco, if you just go into the show notes and click on the link, it'll take you to Tasco and you should automatically get that 10% off. All right, folks, thank you again to the supporters of the segment podcast. In this episode, my special guests tonight are Curtis Ellis from the Bole Brands as well as Joey Yates, aka Pacific Yeti. And in this episode, we really just have a good time talking and we cover a bunch of topics. It's pretty much a, kind of a peek into three friends um, talking trail talk. We talk trail talk, we talk YouTubers, we talk about uh, Strava, and uh, we laugh and we just kind of hang out for a little bit. 
and escape the normal life. So hope you guys enjoy this episode of Joey Yates, Curtis Ellis and I talk on all kinds of different subjects. And at the end, uh, we actually run through a couple funny questions that kind of puts us on the hot seat. So we had to answer these questions and these questions were just randomly generated from the internet. So hope you guys enjoy and uh, thanks again for being here. I appreciate every single one of you senders. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. All right. Hey, good day, morning, or night to you senders. Uh, on today's podcast, I have my buddies Joey Yates and Curtis Ellis joining me in the studio. What's up, fellas? How's it going tonight? It's going good. It's going good. Curtis, um, as you all know, he's vice president of sales for the Bollet brands. And uh, the last couple of days have been really, I mean, this guy has been on fire grinding. Are you, are you still alive over there, Curtis? <laughs> oh man, I'm doing so good. It's all, uh, you know, uh, really good busy. It's not, uh, it's not bad, bad busy. That's for sure. So yeah, I, uh, I forget. Happy, to, happy to be that busy, to be honest. No, that's awesome. I forget, dude. I I forget that um, you're global. So sometimes you're you're doing presentations in the middle of the night when we're all sleeping. You're on somebody else's time slot. Yeah. Yes, we are. Um, especially lately, you know, kicking off the new year, going through uh, all the different brands and and sales meetings, getting the sales staff up to speed, and all the sales agents, and uh, just you know, arming them with all the tools they need to go out and have a have a successful year. So. Dang. Dang, and and your your physical year is a little bit different than than like a calendar year, right? It's or you're forecasting way ahead, or there's something there that I remember that was like challenging or not challenging, but we're forecasting um, way ahead right now. So you know, almost almost uh, 14 months ahead on forecasting, but we do work off of a a funky four four five calendar and a and a you know. Uh, April 1st to March 31st fiscal calendar. So it's a little bit funky. Damn. It works better for us globally uh, to work off of that calendar. And, you know, in, in sunglasses, it's really nice to have March be your last uh, month of the year instead of December uh, when it's, you know, winter yeah. month. So it gives yeah. us a nice opportunity to finish finish the year out really strong. So I, I bet, man, the days are getting longer, brighter, sunnier, not as cold. Yeah. People want to be outside more. Uh, it's all, all good stuff. Oh yeah, everyone. Everyone wants to be outside right now, and uh, you need sunglasses. So it's good. Yes, yes, yes. We got a, a product spotlight. We'll we'll be talking about one of the products there from um, the Bolle Brands, one of the spy products that Joey and I have been using. And Joey, you've been busy lately too, man. Like you were you were you were emptying out your warehouse, and that was a a bunch of stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, that that was more than I expected. It was uh, moving a couple houses. Basically, it was clearing out a whole warehouse. That's you know? great. That's crazy. And trying to and, figure out where to put the stuff, either the <laughs> dump or. <laughs> <laughs> and Joey, t- for the folks who don't who don't know, um, Joey, tell the tell the folks out there about about the, your business and what um, what you were doing here the last couple of days with your business. Yeah, so we have a uh, casino company that does private parties and corporate corporate events, fundraisers, and that type of stuff. So we're an entertainment company, and um, with COVID, we're not in business. So, Man. yeah. Are, are you able to? Are you, are you surviving okay? You know, with with not having the business going, was that was that your 
main source of income or how do you even do? Yeah, that's that's my main source of income. I do a lot of side projects. I'm a woodworker. I do a lot of uh, reclaimed art, like uh, barn doors and signs and coffee tables and all that kind of stuff. So I've always been able to keep busy. But my main source of income was the casino company, yes. Man, and chances are, if anybody listening is in the... What did you cover, Joey? Like all of San Diego County and more? All of California. All of California. So chances are, if you've ever been to one of those like charity event nights where you're playing like blackjack or craps or roulette and it's for charity. It's like, like fun. You get dressed up and you, you donate money. Um, chances are that was Joey's business. Cause Joey, you're probably the, you're the, the biggest, the biggest, we were one. one of the biggest ones in Sandy in San Diego. Yeah. 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 We were more after the corporate than we, we do home parties, but our main, our main business was corporate. I remember you were saying, oh, "Man, I'm at the warehouse right now, and I'm I'm getting rid of some of these uh, tables. Do Do you want one? Or you know, there's things I have to get rid of. Do you want one?" And I was thinking, "Gosh, I don't know if I want to take one because what if the you know pandemic ends and he has to get back in there?" And I said, "Well, how many tables do you have?" And you go, "Oh, I have you know, like 220 of these, and <laughs> like 300 of those." I'm like, holy cow! <laughs> We went to the dump one day and, and threw 135 blackjack tables away, which was hard uh, to do. Shameful. <laughs> I know. I know. We should get a we should get a poker table with uh you know all the different mountain bike groups in the area yeah. and yeah. and put their logos on it. That'd be awesome. Have like a mountain bike poker night. <laughs> that, that was one of the things that we specialized in is for companies, we would do their custom logos on the, either the poker table or the blackjack table. So dang, uh, we cool. could definitely do a custom poker table. <laughs> that, that would be awesome. See, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're looking for a, a customized poker table, we got a man in the house who can make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> Very small market there, but yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, depending depending on what it is. <laughs> well, boys, thanks for being on tonight. I hope you guys have a cold brew. I know this is virtual virtual podcasting still, but cheers, cheers, cheers. Uh, thank you guys for being on. So, Thanks for having me. Yeah, my God. This is great to see you. I haven't seen you in a while, Curtis. It's great to see uh, you, buddy. Man, I, I got out and rode on Sunday with, uh, you know, uh, Parker and my wife and I was looking at my Strava. I was like, this is like my fourth ride of the year. This is pathetic. So holy crap. It's been a grind, but I uh I decided to sign up for the next Vale race. So I got a, a little bit of a uh you know a goal to achieve. So I should be getting out there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Did did the from the last Vale race, did they still have that uh drop in at Rocky Top, the the wood structure? Did you see it? You know what? I haven't uh, been up Rocky Top. I've been riding Greer more uh, lately, but um, I believe it's still there because I think they're leaving it for the next race on the 27th. So. Yes, that's mm. awesome. Yeah, that's yeah, very, it looked really that's cool. That's very cool. So we yeah. could pretty much count count the fact that uh, that is going to be one of the race courses, Rocky Top, hopefully. Well, I guess they could always move it. <laughs> you never know man they they got so many workers out there all the time they could uh have built something new by the time the race comes dude you, you said it you said it and, and that's a good segue um one of the topics i wanted to talk about is trail talk and um and exactly what we're talking about right now just 
you know, where we've been writing here lately and doing. So, um, Curtis, it sounds like you've been doing a lot more career lately. Yeah, you know, I, I, I tend to get caught in these routines and I end up writing the same thing so frequently that it gets boring. So kind of <laughs> broke out and and right after uh, my son got his his uh, big kid bike, we went to Greer and he, he wasn't feeling too good on the climb. So we ended up just doing lower distortion and calling, calling it a day. So uh, we invited Ian and Max out and I knew that if Max was there, him and Parker would kind of push each other. So we ended up we ended up doing like two double D laps and then climbed all the way to the top and did rabbit hole to uh, jumping mouse and out. So for the boys, I mean, it was 10 miles with, you know, 1200 vert for a couple little, you know, nine and 10 year olds. It was, it was a pretty solid day. Dude, that's solid. That climb out of rabbit yeah. hole is legit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were not psyched. <laughs> yeah. Did they like that one? Which one of those were their, was their favorite? Uh, I mean, jump line's always their favorite. Um, yeah. But you know, it was really, really busy, and I didn't want to have you know one of the boys wad up on, on any of the other trails. So we figured we'd venture out a little bit further and, and be by ourselves a little bit. And it was, man, the dirt was ripping fast. It was, it was super fun out there. So, and I think Joey, you wrote it the next day or something, maybe. I wrote it Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. Really good out there. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was insane. Man, it's funny because did you pull up? Did you pull up Strava? Did you have Strava going that day? I did, yeah. Uh, you did. Did you? Did you too, Joey? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Did you guys have PRs? I'm just curious because when the dirt is riding fast like that, you just pull it up and you're like, "What?" Yeah. I didn't. I, I, I didn't. No. I, yeah, I think I did have a PR on um, top of overdrive. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. That's the best, man. Because God, I. So I didn't make it in. I didn't make it on Tuesday or Sunday. I think the last time I made it was. It's been a bit, little bit, but I got it after the rain. A couple of days after the rain, and I opened up my Strava and I had some PRs. I was like, "Dang!" I didn't feel like I was flying, but I just. I guess you're just more under control, more more grippy to the trail. It holds so you in there. Yeah, yeah. So so many. I think. Um, my favorite trail there so far is is probably like the everyone's overdrive. I love overdrive. Okay. So good. Yeah. And every time I see video, there's somebody doing a line that I've never seen before. And, there's a and ton I, of crazy like corner gaps and stuff you can hit that's uh they're hidden. Like you, you it's hard to, to kind of picture it and visualize it all, but uh there's a lot of them. It's crazy. Yeah, and I'll go there and I'll I'll be writing down and I'll look and I'll go, oh crap, I missed it. There's that one thing that that, that one guy did. And there's that one thing that that one writer did. And before you know it, I'm already at the bottom and I just did the same exact line <laughs> that I mostly do all the time. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, Joey, how about you? What What's the trails you've been riding lately? Oh, we did Greer on Tuesday. Um, we rode Ted's a few days ago. Oh, jeez. That's a good. That's a good ride too, and then my go-to San Clemente. God, San Clemente. Yeah. That's typically on a Wednesday if you hit it. Yeah, we've been going on Wednesdays. I did go last uh, last Sunday, and it was just perfect dirt. Perfect. God, <laughs> how yeah. how were the was it crowded at all or not really or? At the top at the jump line, it was crowded, but once you got away, there was there was just a couple groups out there. Man, no, Curtis, nobody on the trail, like in your way or anything like that. 
that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I've tried to follow you down those trails, and I can't I can't keep up. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just memorizing them. <laughs> Curtis, have you been out to San Clemente? The San Clemente are they called the single tracks? I've heard single tracks, dirt church. Yeah, um, they call it dirt church on Sunday. Um, it's called the weed patch or something. I've heard also. There's a there's okay. a few different names out there. I, I haven't been out there. I need to uh, get my act together and start carving out more time to go, you know, ride some different trails. I feel like I feel like I'm, you know, ride the cross trail a few days a week because it's right next to my house, and then Vale and Greer. But uh, it's been, you know, what I'll say that's been crazy since all the rain and all the new riders coming out is the amount of trail building going on. It's uh, it's mm. crazy. I mean, I rode, I've ridden cross toe, I don't even know, 400 times or something, and. All of a sudden, you know, this week on one of my quick lunch rides, uh, the hour of power, I call it, um, they're, they're building like wood obstacles and all kinds of crazy stuff. It's it's pretty fun to see. Wow. I love that. The hour of power. Like you got to get it. Like, got to go after it. <laughs> I turn my camera off of my meeting so I can change. And then as soon as the meeting's over, I'm like, it's, a road. <laughs> it's just like a headset spinning in the air, like in the cartoons. Like, you don't see the person. It's just... <laughs> Exactly, uh, man. I remember you guys. Remember that day we went to Greer and we hit, um, we hit all those different different trails. It was the it was the kind of the anniversary of your father's passing. Yeah, Curtis, my, my legs were spent after that for like three days. <laughs> I was yeah, like, I don't know, I don't know what we did because I had no legs going down Jumping Mouse on the way out. I was, I've never been that tired there. That yeah, we rode that day. We, uh, we rode, we rode, we rode, and then we hiked, and then we rode some yeah. more. So. Yes, <laughs> I think Curtis ate his Wheaties that day because you were pedaling yeah. hard, dude. We had, uh, I think, I got up next to Joey, and, and Joey goes, "Man, Curtis ate his Wheaties today, or something." <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. You have days where you feel slow and sluggish, and you have days where you feel good. And I feel like you got to fight through those sluggish days. And on the days you feel good, you're like. I got to reap the benefits of feeling good today. So yeah. uh, just one of those things. And I mean, you know, you guys know this too, but when you go out with a group or you go out specifically like with, with you know, I ride with my kids a lot. And so I feel like I'm always just suppressed, you know, I mean, Sunday you asked about PRs and like I, I was following kids, you know, yeah, um, that's right. <laughs> so when you, when you do get out on like an adult ride uh, with people that rip, you know, I tend to kind of lose my mind and just want to go, go, go. So I think that was one of those days because when I got home, I was spent hand, hands down. It was it was time to relax. So, man, I'm glad you said that because I was like, dude, what the hell? I'm <laughs> like, it was like our second our second climb. I'm like, ooh, I better. I don't know how I'm to keep up here <laughs> with these guys. Well, I, didn't, I didn't tell you guys. I went back and did it all again that day. It was it what? I'm going in the gym. I'm going to do some squats, man. I got to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah that was that was that was a burn day for sure and we met arthur that day the the builder of what was the app that he called that you guys it was a uh, trail roulette i think trail roulette yeah trail yeah. roulette and he was on a yeah yeah in monolith that's right that's right we yeah. got the uh, epic picture of you uh, joey with the monolith <laughs> at the top <laughs> of greer <laughs> that was the best I hope I hope he releases that because uh, the monolith thing. I, I, I actually yeah. have the app. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. he does have yeah. monolith out. 
Oh yeah, no, it's out. I got it too. I've been uh, snapping photos. All over the place. Yeah. yeah, let's flood the internet with monolith pictures, and folks. If you're out there, download. Is it what is the app? Is it just called Monolith? It's called Monolithic um, Art. Yeah, Monolithic Arts. So the yeah. owner of Monolithic Arts is a ripper mountain biker, super cool dude named Arthur. He's also made another app called Trail Roulette, which is another fun one, but. The Monolithic Arts app, you can take a selfie of yourself with the monolith anywhere you are, and it literally looks like you're standing next to the monolith. So uh, people will freak out. Like, dude, you saw the monolith? Yeah, yeah, I did. And it's already gone, mysteriously gone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I was going to say, Arthur was on an e-bike, and Curtis, you were like right there with him on the ups and downs. And Joey and I were just like, okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he had it turned off for those moments. I think he was did, just screaming. <laughs> I don't know. Cause when we climbed out of uh, rabbit hole, I was gassed. I mean, when we got to the top of uh, jumping mouse, I was, I was just pouring sweat and I was, I was really tired. So. Yeah. That was What's so- hard is when you ride with somebody on an e-bike and they want to have a conversation because they're just chilling. Oh. And I'm yeah. like, have my lungs on my back. You know, I can't even talk. It's, <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> You're looking for your lasso to kind of like lasso the bike and get a toe out from them. <laughs> exactly. I, you know, we do, um, we ride Vail every Sunday with our family and with uh, some family friends. And I always help my daughter and kind of get her up to um, a tunnel of love. And she always makes jokes. She's like, oh, I have a dad e-bike. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because you're always towing her. Oh, I know. Up that thing. Yeah, it's funny. yeah, you're so good at that, man. When I've ridden with you, we'll be talking and then all of a sudden you're gone and I'll look back and you're helping Stella get up there, you know, that's really it's gotta good. It's got to be good. fun or she doesn't want to go. <laughs> when, when I see her fading back, I got to kind of catch her up, you know. <laughs> you're like, I got to protect my mountain bike family time. Come on, Stella, get up this trail exactly. with me. <laughs> exactly. I can't leave you home, so you got to come. It's got to be fun. So. <laughs> When, uh, oh, when you hear me start throwing out, um, you know, dangling carrots like ice cream or something like that, you know, she's she's getting pretty tired. So. Yeah. <laughs> trying, trying to keep Surprise. her interested, keep her going. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Man, Mr. Joey's been out on some e-bikes here lately. Uh, speaking of speaking of e-bikes oh. and things like that, what now? What's the story there, Joey? Because Joey's like the whisperer of riding with some of the coolest people. He's out there with like. Steve Caballero and you know just rad regular rad guys but behind the scenes regular just good dudes but um the the YT mill and the e-bikes and all that what's the story there Joey that's pretty epic I've been a lot of fun lately the YT mill has been very good to Steve and I lately and uh, we've been demoing the decoys pretty much all their all the makes different you know all their different makes of the decoy with the mullets and everything and uh it's you just it smiles for miles you just you're having so much fun out there and the confidence i have on that e-bike is insane it's uh heavier so it when you jump it's just stays straight in the air in the corners the weight's really low so it just holds you in the corner really well and it's it's a confidence builder i'll i'll do things for the first time on the e-bike and then i go back out there with mine and i'm like i don't know if i can do it but i was able to do it on the e-bike so i should be able to do it on mine yeah, yeah. because the bike's heavy if you stop and pick it up you know they, they do weigh a lot but when you're riding it that weight's gone it's right where it wants it's right where you want that weight to be interesting yeah 
And so Steve, Steve introduced me to Jeff Taylor, who works out at, out at uh, YT. And Jeff Taylor used to be with Fox. Jeff Taylor. Does he, was he an ex-pro skateboarder? Yes, he was. Okay. Dang. Yeah. Wow. That's a good hookup to have. Yeah. <laughs> have you been on, on e-bikes, Curtis? Um, I've, I've pedaled, um, I pedaled one around the parking lot of Vail Lake one day, um, just, just to check it out, see what it was like. And then that day at Greer, uh, I did like maybe 30 yards on, on, uh, Art's bike. And that's, that's really it to be honest with you. I haven't, uh, I've been afraid to, to ride them cause I'm worried that, uh, I'll end up falling in love and then, and then I got to dig into the honey pot and. The last thing I need is another bike at my house. <laughs> Dude, I hear you, man. I, 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 that's what I'm afraid of too. I'm afraid I'm going to love it. And, and there's nothing wrong with loving it. I think that e-bikes are awesome. I just, uh, I don't know if I'd be able to go back to my regular bike. I mean, Joey, is it tough going back and forth from your yeah. from like your acoustic to your to the e-bike, or is it okay? I enjoy climb. Yeah, I enjoy climbing, so it doesn't bother me as much. It is weird when you first get on your bike, your your analog bike, I guess they're calling them now. Um, you're like, go, oh, oh wait, I got to do the work here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But the um, e-bike, you still get a workout. You definitely, you're, you know, you're going to get a workout. You're going two to three times as far in the day. So it's just, it's mm -hmm. just, a, it's a whole different experience. It's, it's, um, I don't know, it's more, it's a whole different sport, actually. It's more fun as far as you're going out there just for the downhill and then you're having fun on the uphill. Mm -hmm. The workout's different, I guess. I, I don't know on that. It's, um. I don't, I don't know if I could only own an e-bike. Yeah. I definitely would want my, I mean, mountain biking is my main source of exercise, that and surfing. So uh, I'm not really a gym type of guy. <laughs> yeah. So I need to get my exercise on the, on the, on the climbs, but the, oh, the e-bike is so fun. I love it. I could imagine because you could dial those back, right? I mean, you can dial back yeah, the yeah. pedal assist if you want, yeah. if you're yeah, climbing. There's three. You can have it off or in trail mode or in boost. Jeez, yeah. I did not even know that there's those settings. That they that just sounds awesome. Boost. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Don't want to use boost downhill, but boost uphill is great. Yeah. Boost downhill might get you into trouble. <laughs> so, so what's the like when you're riding trails downhill on an e-bike? Do you turn it off? Do you turn off I the just leave it, pedal assist? I leave it in trail mode because it, it is nice if you're coming up on a jump and you, you need that little extra, you just give it a pedal and it'll kick in and kind of, it's like twisting the throttle on a motorcycle. If you mm -hmm. have it in boost, it'll kick in really quick, which is okay. you kind of throw you out of a corner or something. Okay. But in trail, it's it's just enough. It's just that little, that little extra boost you need to get over a jump sometimes. Interesting. It easy to dial. Is it easy? You're not pedaling usually going downhill, so it's you know you don't you're not you don't really notice that it's in the trail mode. That's true. For rippers like you guys, maybe, but for guys like me, I have to pedal. I'm pedaling well, everywhere. It depends on the trails. If you're at Vail Lake on the jump line, you're pedaling. Yes. Yes, yeah. that's true. Yeah. It's funny that what's the what do we say, guys, on that uh, new or, new new line or old line? And then if we say new line, everyone's like. All right. Okay. After that one jump, we're just gonna pin it. 
<laughs> Everybody gets a drink of water, takes a deep breath. You know? Exactly. <laughs> Time to go. You, you come around that corner for that last tabletop and you're just like, come on, baby. These legs don't fail me now. <laughs> oh, man. At least they built the lips good. So you can kind of roll everything now. I mean, not, you know, not, you don't have to sprint into all the jumps. The lips are, are kind of right size to the gap. So you can you get some flow going. It was, it was rough there for a little while, though. Yeah, sure. when things were kind of worn down a little bit. Yeah. So what do you guys think about uh, Vail? You think that's going to be a future Sky Park bike park type of thing? Or you think they're going to be their own thing? Or does anybody know what's happening out there? Because I, I, I don't. I've been to Vail twice. So oh. I definitely, I definitely need to ride with you guys because I don't know the lines there yet. But um they're crazy not to make it a sky park. I mean, they have the campground there to keep you there. They're, they're charging, you know, for entrance. They've got everything there. I mean, they, they should turn that into a sky park or something, something like that. Just tons. They've got tons of room out there for trails. Yeah. You could even use the old hayride wagons to shuttle you to the top, you know. <laughs> like, there's totally. all kinds of possibilities. Totally. I've, I've, every time I'm going up that fire road, I'm like, why do they not have a 15 passenger van with a yeah. big roof rack or a trailer? Um, but then that's just going to bring in droves and droves of people. So part of me is like, no, nah, let's leave it how it is. Um, right. But I mean, yeah. the, the infrastructure they have since, you know, the KOA bought it um, and, and getting the whole, you know, uh, trail building crew and, and everybody out there. I mean, they're, they're putting some serious money in effort in that place and you can see it you know i'm, I'm happy to, to pay the premium to ride there but it uh yeah. i think it's inevitable i think it's already becoming kind of a, a, a mountain bike destination for uh folks all over southern california i mean i had a good you know two-year run of not having any friends come up from san diego or, or orange county to ride and it's been like every weekend lately i feel like i'm waking up to a text or something from somebody that's traveling at least an hour to get out to vale lake and um I think it's great. What's cool is when the parking lot's packed, when you get out there in the trails, it's not that busy. You know, you don't run into a ton yeah. of people. It kind of disperses really, really well. Um, yeah. And then afterwards, I mean, they have restaurants and a, you can grab a margarita if you want, ice cream for the kids. It's it's a pretty cool setup out there. So, yeah, I gotta love of, that. Speaking of Sky Park, that's where I want an e-bike. You know, I want to spending a full day at Sky Park at the end, you know, and you ride, you know that climb 30 times or whatever it is in a day uh, e-bike yeah. awesome for sky park oh man especially towards the end of the day when you're like huffing it and you're tired and the e-bikers are just like boo oh, on the left side yeah, yeah. you're like hitting features going uphill you're like what the hell <laughs> whistling and drinking a cold beer or something like, exactly. what are you doing? <laughs> I know. I'm like That's cotton mouth, trying not to throw up. Uh, uh, I'm good. Good to see you. Cramping. You want to have a banana? <laughs> I try to rope them, right? Like just rope them and let them tow me up. So. Yeah. Every e-biker that they should have, and they they could even charge for it. I'm sure towards the end of the day, one of those tow kits. <laughs> just yeah, yeah. Like yeah, man, I'll buy you a beer at the end of the day. Let's just give me a couple laps, please. It'd be awesome. Couple have toes, you guys yeah. have you guys seen um send it Frankie? Have you seen his content? He's a he's a mountain biker. Um, I believe he's up here in the Murrieta area. I'm not sure about that, or maybe northern San Diego County. Send it, Frankie. He's an e bike e, e mountain biker, and he has some great content. Um, 
but him and a lot of the guys that he rides with, they're all e-bikers. And, uh, man, they send their stuff. And nice. they look like they're oh, having a good it. workout. Yeah. It's it's, uh, send it Frankie. Send it Frankie. Yeah. Check, check him out. He's, uh, they make, they really make the e-bikes look fun and they're getting it. They're getting a good workout and you can hear them when they're, when they're talking. And then another gentleman, um, I think his, uh, I think he has an e-bike. It's, uh, George Hernandez. He's one of the reckless riders with Tommy mm-hmm. and he e-bikes. And, uh, I mean, we've all seen what those guys do. That's, uh, yeah. that's yeah. early stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of the, the trail talks and things like that, and then uh, we were just talking about Senate Frankly, Frankie, who are, who have you guys been watching lately on YouTube? Kind of what's your, what's your guys' go-to here lately? Um, I'm going to say MTV Allen. Yeah. And the outsider. Those are my go-to because they, I'm, I'm watching the trails they're riding. You know, that's the stuff I want to ride. So I'm taking notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those two guys are rad. They put out such great content. Yeah. I, I, I love they their do. style. And um, sometimes I'm like, man, one, one video a week. Darn. I got to wait until next week again. Right. <laughs> that's what they want though. That anticipation, right? Like, that's you true. You can't, flood, you can't flood the content out or people get tired of it. So. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. No, those are two good ones there. H- how about you, Curtis? What, how about you? What's your go-tos? You know, lately, um, I've had a ton of time, to be completely honest, to kind of ingest content. So I end up typically just watching what my son is watching but um, and, and then finding it on Instagram and kind of clicking through. But I've been, I feel like I've been inundated with trail dog stuff lately. It's, uh, oh, yeah. it's like every time I open any sort of, you know, social anything, it's just like trail dogs, trail dogs, trail dogs, uh, which is cool. I, what I love about those guys, though, is they're so funny and they're just so jazzed to be out riding bikes. You know, it's, uh, you can tell they're just genuinely happy to be out there pedaling and um, seeing their dig days and their little jump lines they're building and stuff and, you know, seeing them race and, uh, you know, it's, it's, I, I like their content. It's fun. Yeah. Those guys are, those guys are so good. Did you make it out to Aaron's birthday dig by chance the other day? You know what? I didn't. Um, when we got up, me and Parker got up, we were, we were planning on it and, you know, I made the call. I was like, I just, I want to drive up there an hour from here to get up there and then have it be sloppy and muddy. So we, uh, we pulled the ripcord on that mission. Um, and it was, you know, super cross Saturday. I had to watch qualifying so I can do well in my fantasy league. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had a, we had kind of a mellow, mellow morning and then just kind of got bikes ready and everything. So we could go shred on Sunday, just knowing the dirt was going to be so good. So, so good. Yeah. So yeah. good. Um, and the, the, that's a good one too. The, the trail dogs are just, man, you nailed it. They're just like cool, fun guys that, you know, it's there's nothing everything is just fun you just go out there and like they're barking at each other and like they're making fun with all kinds of stuff and i was in the parking lot of Vale, and i just went to go like you know ask this guy a question about his bike and you know nate one of the trail dogs is like constantly jumping in the screen like making a funny face (laughs) (laughs) Uh, austin one of the other trail dogs he popped up he popped up his trunk and he had micheladas like ready to go i'm like what the hell <laughs> yes that's my guy <laughs> yeah dude those guys are awesome isaiah aaron and then edwin the newest trail dog 
he's a he's a newer writer and he's just he's just a good great guy too i mean yeah. such such a fun time out there with those guys yeah. joey have you been out with the trail dogs before i can't remember yeah. no i haven't met them yet i gotta get you i gotta get you connected with those guys yeah. they definitely look like a fun group they're, they're definitely <laughs> yeah. a, a fun group in fact we're talking about doing a fun video and we wanted to cast you in it as well, Joey. So it'd be trail dogs, uh, you, myself, Curtis and his, and his kiddos. Um, but we're still kind of building the, the foundation of what the video is going to look like, but it's all going to be around, um, one of the products that we're all using on the trails. So I think that that'll be fun. It'll be like a secret mission ish type of, special laps thing we're, we're kind of building a, a feel for cool. some spy agent work yeah yep spy <laughs> agent work. When, uh, one of the trail dogs already has got a, like a barn out in menifee as one of the shoot locations for us so that's oh, a no. go yeah. <laughs> that's totally go so anyhow that's gonna be and, fun and you said we're all different colors too well you noticed that we all had different goggles <laughs> Yeah, so we're all running like the Spy Foundation goggles, um, and I noticed that all of our colors were different. That's cool. So when I was looking at that, I'm like, we could probably do something with this. We could probably have fun <laughs> with this, like a Power Ranger-ish type of mountain biker <laughs> type of 007-ish something. Yeah. <laughs> so many ideas. I mean, that text chain, I was dying. I was, it was, it was just... <laughs> It was distracting me from my work for a little while. It was really fun. <laughs> Poor Curtis, I, I I felt for you, man, because I knew you were probably on with France or you know some other country out in the out in the globe. And here we are, like, yeah. And then this could happen, and then and then it's it's like a countdown with this, and then Joey comes in the screen. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys would go like you guys would all go back and forth, and then it would go silent, and then an hour later I would chime in, and then it would just ratchet right back up. Start it back up again. <laughs> it was a funny day. <laughs> that, was, that was fun. Oh man. Um, as far as YouTubers, have you guys heard of? I just I don't know if I discovered. For me, I discovered this guy, but. I've been going. I've been going with two lately. Obviously, MTB Allen's always awesome. The Outsiders are great trail dogs. Um, have you guys seen a channel called Joy of Bike? After your podcast, yes, I started yeah. watching. Yeah. What did you What did you think of that, Joey? I've only seen one or two, and they're very um, helpful. That, um, I can't think of the guy's name that was on your podcast right now, but he has so much energy. It's awesome, and he's just motivational, and yeah. you definitely can learn a lot from watching those videos. Yeah, it's it's this guy. So Curtis is this guy, Alex, and Alex, he, puts, yeah. he puts the other called Joy of, uh, video called Joy of Bike, and it's usually like a how-to something or just the joy of it, and he reaches out to Lee McCormack, who was like a, you know, like Nika's head instructor at one time. He's a Pulitzer Prize winner in his in his last job before coming over and writing mountain bike books. And together they put together a really nice show called Joy of Bike, and it's oh, been cool. one of my go tos. It comes out every Thursday, so tomorrow, tomorrow, tonight's ah. Wednesday, tomorrow, 
We got a fresh one coming out. Get freshy dropping tomorrow, dropping hot tomorrow. <laughs> I, I like this. I'm, I'm taking notes on on everything you guys are saying. <laughs> He's gonna look it up and be like, "Dude, Mark told me all this stuff. It's not even mountain bike stuff. What the hell?" <laughs> <laughs> he got me again, that guy. You guys are, you're baiting me in. Yeah, you get clickbait before I even click. <laughs> What uh, last week might have been uh, wheelies. Was it? Was it wheelies on his last one? Uh, yes. One I yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. So Lee McCormack, like this very high, high end coach for mountain biking. He, you know, looks at every single thing to where your pinkies are, and yeah. he just never really learned how to wheelie. So he was actually the instructor was being the student. So that was cool. Oh, awesome. That was cool to see. Yeah. yeah. Those guys are rad. And then how about biking with Bobo? Have you guys seen that that one yet? No. Dude. Okay. Check I that one out. <laughs> <laughs> That's my homework for tonight. <laughs> I think you guys will love biking with Bobo. He is freaking hilarious and he's constantly drinking beer. He's <laughs> all about fun and he's about progression. And I believe somebody told me he came from the from the um, movie industry before doing this full time. So okay. the way he edits things is like, and tells a story. It's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah, It's pretty awesome. Um, so anything guys else on the, on, on trail, on the trail talk topics or, or YouTube stuff that you guys want to forget Yuka. Yuka is always good to watch. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, she has her own channel. What's her channel called again, I think Joey? It's Van Girl Yuka. Van Girl, Van Girl Yuka. That's right. Yeah, because yeah, she live. They live in a van, or they did. That's right, Van Girl Yuka. And he, he she was. Yeah. Is she with BCPOV? Is that correct? Yes. That's yeah, right. the two of them. That's right. Okay, I, I had actually watched their videos together, but never ventured out to watch hers. Uh, I'm gonna have to. Do yeah, that. they both used to do them on Wednesday, and now they're going to. She'll do one this Wednesday, and then he'll do one the next Wednesday. So every other week for each of them. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. I bet you they. But I know BCPOV had a huge following, so I'm sure hers yeah. is pretty big. Um, yeah, what? she's got forty-two thousand subscribers. Yeah. Jeez, good lord. That's awesome. That's just, like, just, a like, wow. <laughs> just a little just a bit. Just a little bit. That is great. That is great. Speaking of all these different YouTubers, do you think what do you guys what are your guys' thoughts on the Sedona Mountain Bike Festival? You think it's gonna be on this year or do you think it'll be postponed into twenty twenty two? I think they need to let us know so I can make plans. So, yeah, <laughs> if, if it's on, I'm there for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. Would you be able to represent? Would you would you go as a regular mountain biker, or would you would you go involved with uh, Bolle? Um, probably just to go ride and and enjoy the time there with the community because um, yeah. it's it's really difficult to execute an event. You know, to to kind of Mark's point or uh, Joey's point earlier. You know, with um, having, you know, people that close together, touching, feeling products, and then the, you know, the amount of effort and energy you have to go to to sanitize everything for them to safely be able to try it on or, or touch it even. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it really depends on where we're at in the, in the whole COVID cycle. And, you know, for the, for the very much foreseeable future, I, I don't, you know, suspect uh, we'll be doing any sort of 
brand events. Um, but I do, you know, after hearing from people and researching it, knowing it's pretty spread out, you know, people kind of go out, you go out on different little small group rides and stuff. So, you know, I, I personally feel like if you're outside and you're getting exercise and you're being smart about everything, you know, go, go experience life. Yeah, no, that's good. I actually had a, I brought a, um, I brought a physician on the show last week. I think it was last week. He's a allergist, immunologist, graduate from UCLA. He's currently holds a chair on the COVID-19 vaccine committee down in San Diego County. Um, and he was saying that we are lucky that we are in a sport that involves the outdoor component and that we're, that our bikes create like a six foot spacing and um, he was talking about how how good that is for us to stay healthy, to keep exercising, and to be outdoors. He related it to, it was kind of like he was saying that um, the amount of um, viral load that you need would be more likely in an enclosed area because of non-circulating air. And it would be more likely that you would be more exposed to that for the virus to get a hold of you than being outside where if you, you know, cough or sneeze or what have you it just kind of the particulates just kind of spread out mm-hmm. into the air and that makes especially sense. with us moving you know right, moving a right. good clip it's going to be hard for all that dose to get on you mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and if you're not feeling good you're not going to probably make it to the top either <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh, someone uh, asked me the other day they're like what, what's the one of the first things you want to do or would like to do when COVID is behind us. And, and I said, carpool. And they're like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, you don't, you don't understand. Like, I want to be in a car with people. Like, I want to go to the Sedona Fest, but we're all going to drive in separate cars to get there. Like, it's just, it right. nice. <laughs> so, traffic so is a nightmare. All those roundabouts. Exactly. All these, all the roundabouts just getting through town, you know, if you're coming yeah. in through the, uh, through the old creek area or whatever they call that, the village area, mm-hmm. all yeah. those roundabouts. Like, all right, there's the trail dogs. They're through. Okay, here comes Transcend. You know, okay, they're all through. <laughs> here come the freedom riders. They're they're all through. And that's just like our cruise, you know. <laughs> uh, that's funny. You Somebody- know, um, they did just uh, uh, release Cam Zink's uh, sandbox video on YouTube uh, yesterday. So Ooh. she got an extra eight minutes to spare. That's a good one. And then Accomplice is on Netflix, which is another super good uh, mountain bike video to check out. Ooh, I like this. That was, that's, that's on Netflix? Accomplice is on Netflix, and then uh, Cam Zink Sandbox is on YouTube. Nice. And oh, I, I sent you one, Mark, the other day, Danny, that did the slab. Dude, have has it... If you're listening to this podcast right now, go check out that slab and make sure you're not holding on to anything with your hands that you don't need to drop because <laughs> your hands will got will get sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> that was bananas, bro. That was like he boated out to that island, right? Yes, yes. Have that you seen a... this, Curtis? Who is it? Um, Danny, how do you say his last name? It's oh, Mas- McCaskill. McCaskill. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Danny yeah, yeah. McCaskill. Yeah, that did guy, this- Danny's. Not, I've seen. I've seen that video. He. Uh, oh. I'm a huge fan of all of his content because he's. He's. Uh, he defies physics on his bike. It's yeah. Insane. Yeah. Completely nuts. But that slab riding is bananas. Dude, what Crazy. in the world? Like, yeah. I'm, 
he probably had to have his PSI just right. He probably had everything just on, on top of his skill set, right? But and what breaks is he? Yeah. And no like brake pump because that was a long descent and yeah. multiple weird off camber angles for his for his tires and his body. Like how in the hell did he not yeah. he never sketched out one time? Yeah. I saw that they released the the making of the slab today on YouTube. So oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, that'll be cool it's, to see the behind the scenes. Let's see the yeah. real story before all the yeah. cuts. Yeah. 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 <laughs> his uh, his wee day out edits are amazing. Where he's um, pulling the the little girl in the trailer, and then they oh. you know cuts to the doll in it, and he's he's doing like backflip barrel rolls and stuff. It's, it's yeah. so amazing. My kids love it. And the one where he rides. Through the pond, like over his head, and water through the puddle, and it comes out <laughs> the other side. It's, it's so funny. He's he's the best. Now, Danny McCaskill, going back to the e-bike thing, he's isn't he a Santa Cruz e-bike guy now, or well, or is he did that make video. that up? He did the video on the heck. Is it the Heckler? Their e-bike. Yeah. And he threw that thing around like any other bike he throws around, which was amazing. That was crazy. Yeah. Maybe that was just a release for the Heckler then, because. God, man, I I can't believe when I saw that. Have you seen that video, Curtis, of, of Danny McCaskill with the e-bike, the Santa Cruz e-bike? I haven't, no. He, he literally, he bunny hops. I, I didn't know it was an e-bike at first because he bunny hopped yeah. like a, was it like a three-foot gate or two-and-a-half-foot gate? And then he's like doing everything Danny McCaskill, and then you realize he's on a Santa Cruz heckler. Yeah, I think I have seen that, actually. Yeah, it's bananas. Everything that guy does, I just you know you click on it. You're like, all right, just get rid of your mind blown. So yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. One one of my favorite videos that he does is, oh shoot, I forgot the title, but he is. It's like this shows this little kid at the beginning playing with all these toys, and then Danny McCaskill is in that becomes that becomes small, and he's in that land where he's like riding around all the toys and all the blocks yeah. and doing oh, stuff on awesome. the tank. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen that one? I haven't, no. no. I'll, I'll send that one to you. That one's a good, it's probably like four or five minutes, but yeah. the way that they shot that was really cool. Yeah, it, that, that reminds me, um, we have a ski athlete that skis for Spy. His name's Tom Wallace. He's, he's uh, a, a staple in the ski industry, and he, North Face, uh, they shot a commercial that it, it had something to do with the Super Bowl a few years ago. But you know, like every kid in the back of the car when you're riding and you're, you 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 know, have your fingers out and you're jumping everything that's coming yes. by. <laughs> yeah. it, it's it's called imagination. So if you look up Tom Wallace imagination, you can watch the video. But it's a kid in the back seat and his parents are kind of arguing and he's like just fully you know in in his imagination doing this and then tom wallace shows up and is actually skiing all of it so he's going like on houses off of houses and it's it's pretty it's pretty cool but it sounds like that but i mean when you watch danny ride you like that's kind of how it is right it's like this should be a video game it's not real so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. He, such such great skills what do they call that type of mountain biking is it is it have a name that he does uh trials or trials yes 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 i've heard that before trials yeah uh, the the other uh dude that puts out really cool content to check out and he's from uh, austria is fabio wibmer i don't know if you guys have caught on to any of his his uh content but it's 
it, the dude is insane. He he does some really cool content. He rides in the snow and like sends it through a, uh, a ski resort. <laughs> um, oh, uh, he, he does just the craziest yeah. stuff. But yeah, it's he's on Instagram as uh, uh, Widmer Fabio, I think. But his if you just look it up on YouTube, it's Fabio F A B I O W I B M E R, and uh, it's it's similar to Danny's kind of writing. It's it's mind blowing. I love that stuff. That stuff is so like motivational, you know, that you see somebody else with two arms, two legs, like you doing crazy stuff on a bike. You're like, Hey, can I get a smidgen of that? I think I might somehow. <laughs> and then like, I go outside of my manuals, like two and a half feet long, like, Whoa. <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm getting there. It's the longest one today. <laughs> It's kind of like when we ride with Curtis, right? We're like, what? Dude, <laughs> How did he do that? <laughs> Never forget slaughterhouse, that. Slaughterhouse, making it look easy. Yeah. Dude, right? We were coming out of Slaughterhouse, and and you had Curtis Ellis on the left side of the road, and then you had Andrew Chavers on the right side of the road, and they're both pulling like half mile manuals down the <laughs> down Clinton Keith, and we're, Joey and I just looked at each other, and I knew exactly what you were. What you were saying in your head, you're like, "What the? Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I was doing the same thing. Like, whoa, that, this is yeah. crazy." Yeah. It's funny. I started following Andrew that day on Instagram, and that kid rips. He, uh, yeah, he gets into some fun stuff for sure. Yeah, he actually just did a race um, out in Barona. Oh, um, quick and dirty. Yeah. Yes, and he placed third in the. Um, What's the top version? You have the, you have beginners where I am. Hello, and then you yeah. have the, uh, not expert. What do they call them? They call them the, is it the expert level? Maybe that's what yeah. it is. Expert. So, so he plays third, and I thought I think the age division went from like sixteen to fifty. Yeah. Oh, nice. So yeah. it's crazy, and he also had the fastest lap. One of his laps was the fastest lap of all folks for that day wow the, the video he posted you could tell he was just getting it so <laughs> I, yeah anybody that can race cross country is a hero in my book so <laughs> yeah. that kid's phenomenal he's he's uh he's something special i i think he's something special when i see him i'm like man how does he control the bike like that and and nobody tells him to go out and ride he just every day just I hear his bike go in front of the house like this is because he lives like two doors down. Yeah. I just hear him and I go, Oh, there goes Andrew. And then it could be it could be dark outside. I can hear him come home. Like here, oh, Andrew's on the way home. You know, <laughs> it's, it's just dedicated. He loves That's it. How. I I swear, riding every day, even if just, you know, for a couple of weeks, every time you get on the bike, it's just like it's kinda like home, right? You like everything's where it's yeah. supposed to be. It just feels comfy and even you know you miss four or five days and get out and start riding it. It takes a while to like dust out the cobwebs and, and start to feel comfy again. It's, it's kind of frustrating for a uh, you know forty year old like me with a full time job. It's frustrating that yeah. <laughs> I can't get out and ride every day. <laughs> I know the intermittent riding, like uh, doing the like the imagination video, like like as a totally. kid. <laughs> no, it's painful too because in my office, my my window looks at the trail I ride all the time. So I'm like. Uh -oh. I can see people kind of go around, and when it's good, I'm like, oh, what are my meetings? Like, what can I, <laughs> can I shift around? This is painful. 
<laughs> how, how much reception can I get? And if I'm on mute and I don't have to present, can I get a write in and listen at the same time? <laughs> totally. totally. Screenshot those, uh, you know, the power may go out today. Screenshot it and then you got an excuse for, you know, if you miss something. I got power's out. Sorry, guys. Power's out. I know. <laughs> We got flashlights for it's like two in the afternoon. Oh, it got really, really, really dark. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, that's funny. Well, hey, let's go over to. Um, how do you guys feel about moving over to Product Spotlight? Yeah, let's, let's, let's take a look at some Product Spotlight. So, folks, on today's Product Spotlight here on the segment, we are going to be spotlighting the Spy foundation goggles and joey and i have been writing ours for probably i'd say we've been in them for about a month now a month ish about a month and and joey what what color did you get i went with the green that's right matt olive yeah right there that's clean love it i love it mine's in the packaging here because i i had the i had the uh the orange with the checkered flags on the back, oh, I like the checkers. which I, I love, I love. Yeah. And then I went in and I, I, uh, I bought these ones because they're black and gold just to match the brand. Uh, Is that the Jeremy brand. McGrath? They are the Jeremy McGrath. Yeah. Nice. Are we about to see an unboxing here? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> I can definitely be doing that. Um, but man, I, I got to tell you, that being in these compared to what I was in before is like a night and day difference. I don't know, Joey, if if you have the same experience, but I want to say you, you too. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. What, what were you writing before? I, I was mainly wearing sunglasses, um, just the Oakley Jawbreakers. And then I had a pair of um, just clear 100% goggles. Mm-hmm. That's right. And, the, prob- and the, the main problem I was having was like Sky Park and places like that. It's, ooh, look at those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> those, are, those of you folks that are listening in, I am unboxing these bad boys. Oh, they got tearaways. Yeah, tear-offs. Yep. Nice. I could use those in Slaughterhouse when I fall into the creek. <laughs> <laughs> I have witnessed that. Joey has witnessed that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry, Joey. You're you're saying you had the uh, no. My, my, I think my favorite part of the goggle is um, with with the jawbreakers that I had before. Is I was always popping out the lenses from clear to tinted, not knowing like when you're at Sky Park, you're in the trees, and and then you come out and it's sunny, and and all day I'm like, oh, do I need the clear ones? With these, I don't think I'll ever use clear unless I'm riding in the dark. Like, yep. they, they don't block out any of the light. They just block out the part that hurts your eye, if that makes yep. any sense. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's crazy the vision. Yeah, the yeah. the happy lens will provide you with a little lighter VLT than a lot of other brands, so it lets in a little more uh, light. Um, mm-hmm. But with the base tint in combination combination with the mirrors, the goal is to you know make sure you always have eye protection on, whether it's from wind or debris or whatever it is. And, you know, specifically when you're mountain biking, you're going in and out of shadows so quickly 
that you need to have something really consistent on the eyes. Otherwise, the eye is doing a ton of work to compensate for those shadows. And then you're just burning you know, energy that you should be putting into your, you know, your pedals instead of your, your body. You know, when you're, when your eyes are working really hard, pretty soon your shoulders come up and then you start to get stiff throughout your body and you're just not efficient on the bike. So uh, that's the goal, you know, and, and the foundation goggle was designed with moto in mind, but um, you know, it crosses over to mountain biking perfectly. And, you know, so when it comes to wind coming into the goggle to make sure that you're getting uh, you know, just enough air circulation so you're not fogging up or getting condensation in the goggle. Um, all of that com combined with the triple layer foam and the fleece that's on the face, it it absorbs what it needs to absorb, and um, it it's just a it works. It works very very yeah. well. They're perfect. Yeah. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm sold on them for sure. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I, I was using these MX goggles that I just got on um, Amazon before I was introduced to these foundation goggles before I met you, Curtis. And I would say my biggest thing was if it was dark, um, the trail was really dark. And because of the, just the tint on those, on, on those generic MX goggles that I had. And then on the climb, I'd always have to take them off because I'd always fog up. Mm -hmm. And um, there was also this other thing that I, I could definitely say I noticed that when I was wearing the generic goggles, I felt like I was looking through like a big coffee can you know like i, I could see yeah. like i was i could my periphery wasn't quite there all the way and with the foundation goggles um i can totally it's like i it's like i don't have goggles on but i have goggles on you know i i have that comfort feeling that i could see my periphery mm -hmm. which you guys yeah, have seen I me the trees so yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I see it coming now <laughs> you literally yeah, forget all the time they're off. like you yeah. like, literally forget like usually on a climb you'll take them off just to get the fresh air and stuff and i'll like halfway through the day i'm like oh my goggles are still on like i just yeah you don't realize they're there yeah you yeah forget. Uh, yeah no, that that was our goal when we when we designed that goggle um you know, obviously we we check with the market and the competition to see what's out there and um, you know, for me, like I, like I've said before, you know, I'm a, I'm a lens eyewear dork. I, I look at, you know, fashion's a huge component to all eyewear. Like it's gotta be the right color fit and you know price. But the other side of it is the, you know, the functional aspect of the product. And when we got into the design process on the uh, foundation, the goal, the, the number one goal was to have the widest periphery in the market, you know, and, and okay. cause it's so important with motion detection. So even though you're looking forward, you need to know what's going on around you. And I think mm -hmm. that's crucial on a bike when if you're not one with your surroundings, you're going to be timid. You're going to be a bit slower. You're not going to be loose and confident and, and really riding as, as well as you should be. So um, I'm, I'm so psyched to hear you guys are both really enjoying the product. That's awesome. Yeah, no, definitely so. And, and one of the things is funny because last time Joey and I rode together, it was kind of an overcast day. Um, we actually yeah. dodged the rain, right? So we chose yeah. Slaughterhouse because it's like – partially under tree canopy or, or majority is under tree canopy and it was dark and we we're like dude do we need the goggles today do we not and we both were like no let's put them on for protection and then we got out there and we forgot we're like you can see yeah. everything and in fact I, I don't know what the technology is is it the hd plus technology that you put into it where you can see like if you if you're choosing a line on the trail there's no shadow that kind of camouflages the trail. It's kind of like you're, everything's illuminated so you can see it precisely. So that's, that 
us or what that, is that? What that is, it's the recipe in the happy lens, right? So happy, oh. ha- happy came out about eight, nine years ago. Uh, well, well before my time at spy, but, um, then the, the HD came around, which is the exact same product. It's just called happy Define. So HD, you know, people equate HD to, um, you know, 4k, a really nice TV, just a really high quality visual experience. Um, so happy, happy is the technology and it's, you know, it's patented, it's proprietary to spy. It's the, the only, um, you know, lens on the market with a therapeutic benefit. And so what you're experiencing in that is just the enhanced contrast and clarity. So when you take anything that's gray and you you look through you know a translucent kind of gray tint, it's going to dull everything down. So you have to change the recipe of color that goes into that gray so that it'll enhance your contrast. And so you put some green in there, you know, you know a, a happy gray green with a, a red mirror or our happy bronze with a red mirror, a green mirror. Um, it just the, the mirror works for you in any light condition. So when it's really bright outside, it's helping, you know, keep the keep the rays down so you're not squinting. But when the light gets low, kind of like the day that we, us three rode Slaughterhouse, mm-hmm. you know, you want to keep your IOR on so that spectra or mirror coating is going to enhance even more so contrast and clarity. So it's a combination between the base tint of the lens and then the mirror coating and application that goes on the outside that's given you that uh, clarity. So, you know, the last thing you need is, when you're going that fast into a corner or something, you know, you need to know exactly where to put your wheel at, at the split second. And mm-hmm. um, that, so that's kind of the whole technology. And that's uh, in, that's in spy snow goggles, spy uh, moto mountain bike goggles and all of our sunglasses. So um, it's something that, you know, we've gotten behind and, and we're not going to deviate from. We're actually kind of rebranding happy right now. So it's going to be uh, kind of relaunched um, in the next like month or so. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I was just going to ask that. Does, if you haven't had any kind of spy lenses in the last couple of years, these happy lenses, are they in every single lens um, that spy sells now? Is that what you were saying? Uh, yeah. So so we had a, and have a, a kind of not, not sub-collection, but a, a more price-conscious collection of eyewear uh, just to get, you know, um, just younger folks with a little less, uh, you know, expendable income to spend on their eyewear. So we have, it's called Refresh. Um, it's it's not, it's like four styles, a couple different colors in each style. That does not have the happy lens in it just because the price point is so low. Um, but it's still a great lens. But everything else that's in our premium and, and mainline collections do have the, the happy lens. Yep. Happy lens. Awesome. 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 Yeah, I love the Cyrus. I bought some Cyrus glasses and I'm, I'm so stoked on those. And sometimes... Yeah. I'll have I'll leave the Cyrus glasses in one car, and the other car has my old glasses, which were Madsen. <laughs> and I love I still love the way those look too. But I can tell mm-hmm. I put the Madsons on, and I go, oh wait, these aren't my these aren't my Cyruses. <laughs> these are my spies. Like darn, darn. you just get sad instantly. You're like ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you're doing a ride, and you forgot Strava was on. You're like ah oh, man, turn my Strava on. <laughs> Or you forget to turn it off and drive home, and then you're like, ah, I can't, I can't post it. I can't, <laughs> I I can't do that. <laughs> so, oh, dude, I'm glad you said that. So I rode with the trail dogs, and I think it was that day we we met up with you, Curtis, when you, we ran into you out there in the family. Mm-hmm. I left Strava on, and I drove home, and I got home. <laughs> I got some PRs, dude. I got some PRs. I got like, I got some KOMs. I'm like, what the hell? I'm badass. A lot and I look back. At it. Yeah. <laughs> 
And these road bikers are like, damn you, dude. And I'm all, oh, this is all like street stuff. And yeah, I didn't take my bike down the freeway. No way. Um, <laughs> Isaiah from the Trail Dogs contacted me. He goes, hey, dude, go back in there. And there's a way to edit it. And literally, you can move that little finish line. Crop it, you can, yeah. yeah, you can crop it back. But you can only do it the one time. Once it's, once okay. you crop it back, you can't bring it back forward again. So you have to ah. make sure you, you slide it all the way back. Because I used to delete. I would have deleted that whole experience. Yeah. yeah. Is it, it, you know, it, it's so funny you say that. Um, when we lived in Salt Lake, we would go up to Jackson Hole and ride all the time. Because it's a you know, quick, quick four and a half hour drive, five hour drive. And. Uh, when you ride Teton Pass, and that's it's a pretty gnarly pass that goes from you know Wilson uh, over to um, uh, Driggs, Idaho, and it's it's really really steep. It's it's pretty gnarly, but there's a ton of fun shuttles off of the pass. So you you pick whatever trail you want to ride. You go back down to this uh, kind of restaurant bar thing called the Stagecoach, and it's just the unwritten rule: if there's a mountain biker waiting there and you have room in your car, you pull over and you give them a ride back up to your car. And me, and me and my wife finished this really, really fun ride. And we were sitting there and uh, uh, this this RV pulled up and they, you know, leaned out the window like, do you need a ride? So I, I told my wife to hang here. I'll go up and grab the truck. I'll be right back. And I totally left Strava on. And it's up like this super steep pass. And I mean, we're going like 50 miles an hour. And I, I, I did not do what you did, Mark. I posted it and was like, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Stud. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny that's funny i wonder how many people have like done that and they're just like you know what screw it that's me i did it <laughs> totally and for me it wasn't about the miles or the speed or anything about that it was just like i'm in jackson i want to save this ride you know i want to reflect on it later so it was yeah. uh that was pretty funny but i wish i knew that that's a that's a good hack i need that yeah yeah. Did you know that, Joey? It sounded like you, you were familiar with that. Uh, yeah. I've, you, you get those immediately, you get the text from friends. They're like, oh, nice job. You know, you're like, oh, okay. And then someone someone showed me how to crop it. So, yeah. 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 It, for those folks listening, you can actually do it from your phone because um, I was sitting in my driveway and Isaiah had texted me that. And I was like, well, let's see if it works. And it, sure enough, I forget <laughs> which buttons you push, but there is a way to do that, which is awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Or as Curtis and I, like, it sounds like you and I would just have either left it on there if it was a really cool experience yeah. or deleted it, you know, if it was totally. like a normal ride. Yeah, <laughs> the other one uh, is when you ride with the, when you ride the e-bike, when you come home and you check your Strava, it's full of trophies and comms and all kinds of things. You're like, oh, there, and there's a setting for e-bikes now. Yep. So. yep. Oh, got it. Oh, that'll, that'll help. Cause sometimes you're chasing after a ghost out there. If you're yeah. like your local trail, you're like, hmm. I don't know. Yeah. This guy on a bike, motorcycle, what's going on around here? <laughs> <laughs> you, find, uh, you see the bike they're on, and then you uh, find out who they are, and then you say, dude, you need to be on the e-bike Strava. Come on. Yeah, you're, exactly. You're killing me right now. You're killing me. Do you, like, you guys know about flybys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't. What is this? What well, is flybys? They turned it off. Originally, Strava had flybys on. So when you got home, if you met somebody out on the trail or just passed somebody on the trail, you could get on on flybys and you can see every single person that you passed if they were using Strava and look them up and follow them. Or mm-hmm. or if you had a lousy experience with somebody, you could find out where they live. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, now now you have to turn flybys on if you want it on. 
Strava turned it off on everybody, but it, it's still it's still it's still out there. You just you have to turn it on, and most people don't know that they need to turn it on. So oh. it was useful, like if you were out at your local spot and you ran into somebody and you didn't catch their name or whatever, you could just look them up and follow them and chit chat with them later. Yeah, that's very cool, man. What do they think of next? And yeah. I, I've I've uh, logged in on my laptop on Strava, and it's a whole different experience. Yeah, you can compare more. yourself to your best. You can compare it to another writer who's a friend of yours who's ridden that trail. You could see like the little dots like separating and you're like still cheering yourself on even though you know you're going to lose. You're like, come on, Mark. <laughs> come on. Come on, Blue Dot. Let's go. <laughs> you know, I put Strava on my phone so long ago that when I try to log in on my computer, I have no idea what credentials I used or anything. And... <laughs> I got locked out of it for a good, you know, three months in 2020, and oh, no. somehow I was able to get back in on my phone. And ever since then, I'm like, don't touch it. Just turn it on the phone. It's fine. But um, yeah, I gotta. At some point, I'm gonna have to figure that out. I'm back. This sounds like a fun YouTube video to create. Strava, like, you know, all different writers in Strava. Hmm. I'll start cooking something up there. That'd be fun to do. <laughs> yeah. When when the flybys came out. Um, Joey, I had this like thought in my head where I was like, you know, you see people ride and you're like, size them up, you're like, Strava. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's like this like kind of cult thing, and now like everybody has Strava anyway. So, right. <laughs> like the Highlander, there could only be one, you know. Right. Like, is that right. the KOM? Who's that guy? <laughs> who's, yeah. Who was that writer? Yeah. I, used to, I used to have a shirt that said "Comms, not bombs." It was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! I, well, I like the one too on Strava where when you're when you when you PR on, PR on a segment or just check a segment, you can hit the thing that says following. So everybody that you follow, you'll you can see their score mm-hmm. on that trail and be like, oh man, I really need to push it on this trail right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've done that too for, for for clubs where I'm like, yeah, I got a PR. So um, the day after the rains out there at Greer, I went, I got a PR on upper overdrive and lower. And I went to the the clubs that I follow and um, yeah, great. I got a PR, but I was still like scrolling, you know, like, I I love how they like show you the top 10 and then like jumps like one through 10 and then 465, like your name is highlighted. You're like, ah, Uh, (laughs) so disheartening you're like no no." i moved up like one spot you know (laughs) all the people in front of me moved up like 20 spots (laughs) Uh, yeah on my my, like little local trail right here i'm I'm pretty good you know i'm like uh, i'm I'm up there and then you know i go ride you know Vale or greer somewhere i'm like man i I ripped that thing like i know like i know i got something good there then you're like great. My best is top hundred. Awesome. <laughs> That's killer. <laughs> you know? yeah. it's pretty funny. It's funny too because you go the day. You're like if you start early in the morning and you look at your daytime, you're like, yes, I'm like second or third. And then as the day goes progresses on, like yeah. I, I, I'm not gonna go check it again. I just I'm good with what I saw earlier today. <laughs> you know, you see folks like Arturo from MTB Flow like showing up Ooh. there. You're like, oh, I'm not gonna check my Strava anymore because. Yeah, that, that group yep. sends it. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's it's funny. I got like super myopic this last summer um, with uh, Legend of the Trail. You know, with the 
uh, you know, the most, the most segments in a 90 day period. And it got so bad. I would be, you know, I'd, I'd get out early in the morning, ride, do like three, four laps on cross trail, come home. And then I would start seeing people riding it. And I knew the one guy that was always like two laps ahead of me. So one day I was like, now nah, I'm going back. I'm going back out today. I'm going to go do four laps. And then I got so bad, I started putting lights on and going out at night just because I was oh like, I'll be the only one there. And I was able to get like an extra 20 laps on on some some people in the first, you know, in, in like a one week uh, span. And I was able to keep that uh, local legend for, for quite a while. It was funny. My kids were dying. They're like, dude, what is wrong with you? It's like, this is how I get competitive now. I'm 40. This is what I'm doing, you know? Yeah. So. That's, awesome. That's the How best much. part about Strava. You'd be home on the couch, you know. You didn't. You you had to chase after that and go get totally. it. Totally. Yeah. yeah, and then you get that announcement if you do. I mean, I I had I had it for a short period of time at Slaughterhouse, and then I got that notification like so and so is now the local legend. You know, yeah. and even though it's just font, that's what it sounds like. He he is now the local legend, <laughs> and, and you are now dethroned. Like oh ah. yeah. <laughs> I would get that occasionally at my local trail, which is not a legal trail. And you, you don't want to see, you're the local legend of, and like, oh boy, oh no. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> send the ticket to this address. This is the gentleman. There's his profile picture. <laughs> I, do, I do like, while we're talking about Strava, I, I can't remember what the setting's called, but where it uh, blocks out where you live if you ride from home a lot. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, it makes it a bit um, ambiguous. So you don't, you know, ride a nice bike. You don't want somebody to see you and, and then, you know, yeah. jump on Strava and see where you live. I, I thought that was very smart of them to, to yeah. offer that up as an option. Is that automatic or do you have to turn that on? You have to turn, you have to turn, it, turn on. it on. Yeah. Holy shnikes. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm part of these groups in Utah and it got to be a problem where thieves were literally on Strava looking at where people lived and then, you know, Taking, oh. and taking their bikes and it 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 that's what tr uh, kind of triggered me and let me you know alerted me to let me know that that it was a setting but i'll uh, i'll try to find it real quick yeah that'd be great to know not you know i mean obviously i'd love to know and i'm sure anybody who's listening in on the podcast would love to know because sometimes i will i'll like ride and i'll either cut my strava short if it's local or uh, i'll like go further on or turn it off like not at my place but um it's cool that you, there's an automatic way to do that that's very cool i know a lot of yeah, like so it's, yeah. it's called privacy zones privacy right. zones. So it's under settings you go into privacy zones and you can uh gauge that you know i think that's really cool too because strava also has like trail runners and runners and i'm sure a lot of um you know female athletes that are out there running they don't want to they don't want to post where they live you know so that'll totally. be great so if you're totally. a female um male or female it doesn't matter and you want that it's under it's under settings under privacy zones awesome thank yeah. you curtis that's huge yeah i that's i tested it when i saw it i turned it on and then i went for a ride and i came home and grabbed my wife's phone and looked on strava to see and it just it kind of just has you stop somewhere random with about you know I don't even know the perimeter around where you start and stop from, but it's uh, it's pretty slick. 
It's like, dude, Curtis stopped in Beijing, China. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> you can't drive on planes. I've tried it. <laughs> 500 miles an hour. This dude's insane. <laughs> I ate my Wheaties that day. <laughs> oh, man. Well, guys, if believe it or not, we're already at an hour and 15 minutes into the podcast. Nice. So, um, Let's jump over to let's let's end it with some of these fun questions, and then Joey, yeah. if you wouldn't mind, I would love to invite you back onto the podcast because oh, yeah. for the folks out there, I mean, everyone loves Mr. Joey. If you meet him out on the trail, in fact, I was talking to um, the the owner of the YouTube channel called First Do or the Instagram. I'm sorry, the, the Instagram owner. His name is Jeff, but his channel is called First Do, and it's a bunch of um, first responder mountain bikers that are on this out of Southern California. And it's a pretty large group, but he texts me, he goes, Hey man, I'm out of Greer today. And I said, ah, oh, I wish I can't be out there. I'm working. My buddy Joey's out there and he goes, yeah, actually talk to Joey. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> nice. so somebody that you met out there on Tuesday was uh, one of my buddies who, oh, uh, cool. you know, probably either recognize you from some of the YouTube videos or, or what have you. But he said he, he talked to you. And so everybody knows Joey. Everybody loves Joey. Awesome. So I uh, want to have you back on the show and talk about Joey's story. Joey's got a really cool story with regards to the pandemic, his business. And um, like a lot of us, you know, we all have certain things and stresses and anxieties. So Joey's got a very cool way that he has found that works for him that deals with a mountain bike. Um, so Joey, we'd love to have you back on for that. Yeah. All right, guys. Good. Are you ready? Let's Should, get into some questions. Can we go questions. back to products for one moment? Yes, I of course. I, Joey, I wanted to ask you a question about some products. Um, yes, that's what I was going to ask oh, you about. I wasn't sure. Was yeah. that is that legit? Are those out? What, can we talk is, about that? Yeah, what is the story with these? All right. So, yes. Okay. So, um, oh, and by the way, I I hope you don't mind that I gave those to Joey, but after seeing his expression on how he bought it, I was like, <laughs> I cannot take those back. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Um, and what's funny is when we first, when I first met you, Joey, and we were riding, you had mentioned that you have a, you know, you you can't see color, uh, that you need some really like color correcting lenses, and um, and I knew that you know we were already in the works of this this Volt uh, Bole Volt Plus uh, lens technology, and uh, I mean for me in my world this started over a year ago, you know, working with this company to to develop this lens, and and it, it truly is uh, the same. Uh, technology that cures colorblindness and um, so it's you know Polaroid has some uh, really cool products but it's what it is is artificial intelligence so you have visual light right it's Roy G. Biv so it's red orange yellow blue uh, indigo violet and and what you can do now with artificial intelligence is you can completely trick the visible light colors and you can have you know you can move your visible light spectrum on this kind of grid to you know, pop more green or pop more yellow or pop more red. And this company we've teamed up with to, to develop this lens, they, they just had it so dialed from a digital uh, uh, standpoint as far as being able to show you exactly what you'll see the world like. And uh, it's a proprietary lens to Bole. Uh, it's brand new. They hit the market uh, in March. The product will be out where all of our sales agents are out selling it in right now. Uh, but it's called uh, Volt Plus Technology. And when I got these samples, um, I put them on. You know, I walked outside, put them on. I still get super excited when I get new stuff. And 
and I walked outside and put them on, it blew my mind. I mean, you guys have seen how bright my bike is <laughs> and, and my bike like looks crazy bright with those on and then, you know, greens. So mountain bikers, you're, you're around bushes, shrubbery trees. You're, you want to see, you know, have greens really pop. Uh, you want to see reds because red's going to help you with kind of the red, red hues in the dirt and stuff. And, and that's basically what it is, you know, without getting super deep into the weeds of the nerdy technology stuff. I just wanted to hear from you, Joey. How, how'd you like them? It, it, it blew my mind. Like I, I, I see texture now, like when you're looking at bushes and, and trees and they were all the same color. And now, mm -hmm. now there's multiple colors. I'm still not going to bet on which color things are, but I see <laughs> all that different texture. And then yeah. the night that I stole them from Mark was, it was, uh, <laughs> it, it was, um, it was the last day of the year. And I met my family after the bike ride at the beach and we watched the sunset and I was just like, what is this how it always looks like this is amazing the colors <laughs> like, I, sunset. Yes. I just kept i kept i was like this the whole time like putting them on and off on and off and then I'm, yeah. i put them on my wife and she's like what are these and i put them on my son and i mean it makes it's not just for colorblind people it's mm -hmm. it's for everybody i mean the colors i, mean, are, I, I had I, 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 I had my son wear them today and he was like it's not changing the color like I can't stand wearing glasses where everything's pink or everything's yellow or mm -hmm. he's like, it's not changing the colors. It's like the best filter you could ever have for Instagram or was what he said. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Like cars. Like when I see cars now, I'm like, wow, that's a cool blue or that's a cool, <laughs> wow, red cars are bright. Like I never realized like red cars just look like brown cars to me. And now I'm like, those are bright. Now I see why they get tickets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, that's so cool. And we, I mean, yeah. you got, you got them in the, um, in the sport performance products, but we're making it in like really cool kind of lifestyle products as well. Nice. That, you know, they have the All same right. lens technology They're It's just like, I, since I got these, I haven't, uh, haven't taken them off. You know, it's hard yeah. for me now because I love the happy lens and then Bole has Phantom and now a uh, Volt and Serengeti's coming out with new lenses. I'm like, this is, it's going to be a good year. I'm excited. It, they look amazing, uh, but I wouldn't care what they look like. I mean, looking through them is the best part. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they're cool looking glasses. Oh, man. That's I need this recording, Mark. This is a commercial. We're, we're good. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> heck yeah, man. You got it. I get, I'll clip this part for sure. Life Dude, changer. <laughs> I've, I've got the video. So I handed the, you know, we were at San Clemente and I handed Joey, I said, Joey, you got to check these out. I handed it to him and I, as I'm handing it to him, I'm pressing record with my phone and he puts him on and he's just like silent for like four seconds. And he's like, Oh my gosh. Whoa. And he turns around and he looks at my bike and he goes, dude, I thought your bike was green. <laughs> <laughs> it's like black and rocket red, bro. <laughs> uh, oh, awesome. it, it was that moment and he was looking around at everything. And I was like, you know, I'm like, yeah, just keep them. And I got back in the car and I go, Curtis, you know those super top secret, not out there available product that you let me have? I lost them. It's already in somebody else's hands. <laughs> and then I you remember. got busy and I didn't hear from you. And I'm like, oh, I hope he's not mad at me. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I mean, you're so respectful of everything, too. I think the only thing I told you is like, don't put these on YouTube yet. We need to get closer to releasing them. Um, yes. But, uh, yeah, no, How no, no worries. Yeah. How, how close are they to releasing 
to the general public? Uh, so um, bulk's arriving here very soon. A um, couple weeks from there, you know, we'll be receiving it through the warehouse and shipping it out Ooh, to our customers. So you'll, you'll see this product available in the market, um, you know, uh, about a month from now. So uh, right is... in time for spring. And, and, uh, and then they'll be available in prescription shortly after that. So you can get that same technology in your prescription. Wow. Um, be really cool. That is awesome. Hey, somebody asked me, I don't know, Joy, was it you or somebody, somebody asked me on the trail, Hey, could I get these, those spy goggles that you have? Can I get like a prescription mold put into these things? Mm -hmm. Um, and if so, where, and I didn't know. So I thought I said, maybe check with like sunglass Rob at, at sports RX. Is that right? That's exactly right. So sport RX has a proprietary, a uh, set of inserts that they use for snow goggles, moto goggles uh, that fit, um, you know, there's different shapes and sizes of goggles that they just have it so dialed. They have an insert that fits any goggle and they do, they do all the math on changing your prescription to compensate for it being off of your eye a little bit. Um, and it's, it's amazing. So yeah, go to sportrx.com. Uh, let them know you're looking for, you know, the best insert for the, uh, the spy foundation goggle and they'll, they'll get you sorted out. That's awesome. So for whoever you were out there on the trail, I hope that answers your question. SportRx.com and get your prescription uh, mold there through them so that you can wear these uh, foundation goggles um, for it. So you can enjoy all this cool technology as well. Yeah. Love it. I love it. Uh, right, good to, call, we Joey. Questions. We can go to questions now. Thank you, Joey. I was, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I didn't want to interrupt the conversation, but I was like, I want to talk to Joey about how the. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been are. so excited to talk to you about them. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. show them to everybody. I'm like, try these on. These are amazing. Like, just try these on, and everybody, yeah. Woo. Yeah, that's killer. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. And and just to clarify, that's going to be under the um, Bolay brand. I mean, Bolay, right? Signature, or will that be under Spy? No, that's Bole. That's a Bole that's gonna be uh, proprietary Bole. land. Yep. Okay. So there you go, folks, ladies and gentlemen. And then also stay tuned um, as things slow down. Have a uh, probably have a promo code here for you for the Bole <laughs> brands, um, and that'll help out too. But uh, no discount is is good to get something like this. I mean, this is. I mean, who has stuff like this right now? Does anybody have stuff like this right now? You you said Kodak maybe or um polaroid. yeah not, um polaroid polaroid makes a, a lens for sunglasses i can't remember any of the brands that have them in if you're if you suffer severe color blindness you've probably searched them out but it hasn't been widely known to uh the mainstream world especially in a mainstream brand so uh we're, right. we're really excited to get this out there um Dude. and uh it's super cool. Like just seeing people's reaction. I'm, I'm the, I'm, you know, I'm the softy that sits on the couch and watches videos of little kids getting glasses for the first time. And they, they can see, and they, you know, they see their parents and they always smile. They're like, this is this blob I've seen. That's just a sound. And now I can see their face, you know? So it's, yeah. uh, it's really cool to see people light up and, and get to see the world differently the way it should be seen, you know? And to, to what your son was saying about, you know, tinting, like having kind of this, a stain over the world when you look through certain lenses you know we we definitely want to have the world appear in the same color that it is but we want to enhance the right colors you know and, and, exactly. and it's literally called staining it's 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 a really um you know ubiquitous term in in water where uh you know fishermen and stuff they can't have the water be stained they need to you need to be able to see through that water and see kind of what's going on under it so um i'm, I'm really glad to hear him say that that's that's amazing unsolicited reaction i love it so. Yeah. And how how's your son, Joey? 
He's he'll be twenty on Saturday. That's and his cool. name is Parker also. Parker and Parker. I love it. That's, awesome. That's cool. Yeah, so in a month those things will be out. Because you know, I don't know the last time you reached for your everybody, I don't know the last time you wore your Kodak sunglasses or Polaroid <laughs> yeah. sunglasses, but uh Bole sunglasses, keep an eye out for those volts. Those yes. things those things are gonna be game changers for sure. And we we and, should have the uh the North American website for Bole Serengeti up uh, mid March as well, so we'll uh, we'll get some some segment followers a code they can use to uh, you know purchase some great products at a at a good deal. Yeah, that'll be awesome because then you got you'll have Volt and then they'll have access to um, what are the lenses? The other ones that the Sport Activewear lenses there from Bole, uh, the Phantom, the, Phantom and the Phantom Plus, yeah, Phantom Phantom Plus, and then the the light shifters. Is that the other? That's the frame, yeah. So Mark's actually his uh, Volt lenses in the light shifter uh, chassis, I like to call it. Um, so you have, you know, shifter, light shifter. You have Chrono Shield, uh, which are all amazing sport products um, in shields. And then you have, you know, a, a slew of other uh, frame style options. But those lenses will come in. So. I can see the Chrono Shield given those Oakley, those big old Oakley ones, a run for their money because uh, yeah. those those uh, those things like fit really big. They look like you know. It's a goggle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a windshield yeah. for the face. <laughs> is what that thing is. Yep. 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 That'll be that'll be awesome. Oh man, I love it. And I'll have to send you the clip of Joey looking through those lenses for the first time. It's definitely one of those I'm not yeah. crying, bro. You're crying type I, of things. I, I promise I won't cry, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's so yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, Everybody was quiet because like, MCB Allen was there, I was there, and a couple other guys we were getting ready, you know. Um, yeah just was filming it. Everybody was quiet, just watching his reaction. It was like, stop, man. I, I'm not crying. Stop it. You, you're doing it, dude. Everyone turns around. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm good. good. I'm good. Damn, there's bugs in my eye and stuff. And, you know? Yeah, and, we, and we've all seen those videos of people trying on colorblind glasses, but my theory was if I, if I can't, they're, they're nowhere. They're only online. Like if I can't try them on and look through them once, I just I don't I don't think they're gonna work. I'm not gonna take the risk. But you know these, if you get them out in the shops and stuff, and people put them on, they're gonna they're sold. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's that that same lens technology is coming in next year's snow goggles from Bole as well. So it's gonna be oh, all, oh, all all encompassing. So holy yeah. cow! Oh, it's gonna yeah. change all the snowboarders. They're all gonna <laughs> <laughs> all these crazy colors. Maybe the '80s will come back. Yeah, <laughs> <I know. laughs> neon everything. It's gonna be great. <laughs> It's going to be awesome. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. Well, guys, let's, uh, let's, let's transition over to the final part of the show today. The final part of the show, folks, is going to be funny questions. And this will be kind of be at random. So um, let's go with uh, Joey. We'll put you in the hot seat first. Oh, and then we all kind of have to answer these questions. But just Joey will just go first. <laughs> so... All right. Yeah, are, these, are these like are these rapid fire? Do we have to answer in a certain amount of time or? Yeah, just uh, just kind of like what comes out, whatever comes out first, you know, appropriately, hopefully. But <laughs> hey, it is the internet, so <laughs> whatever you guys want, I'll, I'll try. <laughs> okay, here we go. Question number one, Joey, is cereal soup? Why or why not? Ooh, that's hard because you eat it with a spoon. It's liquidy, but it's hot and warm and. I expect cereal to be cold, so no. Yes. <laughs> Curtis. Uh, no, cereal is not a soup. It's a cereal. 
I was gonna. That's what I was gonna say. Say same thing. If if cereal was hot, then I would say it would qualify as as a soup. But yeah, or, or I, a hot I, cereal. I, yeah, no. <laughs> give me hot cereal. I'm like, this is good hot cereal soup. <laughs> Question two, Joey. What? <laughs> okay, this right. what is the sexiest and least sexiest name? I mean, I don't know why, but cinnamon comes to mind. Oh man! Exactly right there, right? <laughs> what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> at, at least sexy. I mean, right now, I, re- I I would always go with Mildred, but <laughs> we love you, Mildreds. We love you, Mildreds. Yeah. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Curtis Ellis. Oh man, cinnamon was my go-to. Um, I'm gonna start with list. least sexy name and go with uh, Gertrude. Um, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Gertrude, and uh, I don't even know. I, 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 Sweet cinnamon. I don't even know. I was so stuck on cinnamon. Sweet I was cinnamon. like, I was like, I was picturing like you know, cinnamon on stage four. So. Yeah. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, sweet cinnamon. Wait, is that the same girl as the other cinnamon? Or who is that? Better. She's a little more sweet. She's sweeter. She's nice. You can actually say hi. Okay, I'm gonna do what you did. See the least sexy name. I'm gonna say is. Um, Diarrhea. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> it's not even a name, I guess. But I guess you could, if you're a little kid, you're like, "Hey, you're diarrhea," so maybe that would qualify. <laughs> so, I don't even like saying that one. <laughs> <I know. laughs> and then uh, let's see, what is the sexiest name? How about um, God? Now I'm talking cinnamon. <laughs> how about how about how about yes, yes, yes? Is it? Could that be a name? No. No, not really. Nowadays, anything is a name. That's true, exactly. Better than headache, I guess. So yeah. <laughs> you could spell with a lot of e's, a's, and h's. It'd be fine, you know. Throw an x in there and a z. In. <laughs> okay. Question three, Joey. What secret conspiracy would you like to start? Oh, secret conspiracy. Wow, I worked with a guy and all he would talk about was conspiracies. So um, maybe, let's say, all mountain bikers are superheroes. Ooh, <laughs> I don't know. like that one. <laughs> like that one. Curtis, what secret conspiracy would you like to start? Uh, that the earth is shaped like a football. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was flat. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Let's see. The secret conspiracy that I would like to start would be that all electronics are already alive. That's a scary uh, one. That's kind yeah. of scary. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully they're friendly. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Question four, Joey. What in, what's invisible but you wish you could see? Speaking of the vault, what's invisible but you wish you could see? Colors used to be invisible. Let's see. What's invisible? <laughs> hmm. I don't have an answer for that one. Let's see. Invisible. I don't want to see, like, air is kind of invisible. I don't really care to see that. Um, I'm going to pass on four. Pass on four? Maybe come back to it. Let's see where you guys go. <laughs> <laughs> Curtis, what's invisible but you wish you could see? Uh, all, all my comms on Strava. 
<laughs> oh, dude, that's good stuff. Uh, Joey, do you got one? Looks like you're yeah, in there. I, I still don't have one. <laughs> no. I I would say, all right, this is going to be kind of like, uh, Mark, but I would like to see COVID <laughs> when I'm out there. When people are breathing, I like to Ooh. see them and be like, yup, that's a hard left for me, or that's hard a hard left. stop. <laughs> hey, like, hey guys, I, I gotta, I gotta bounce. I gotta help put some kids uh, to to bed yeah. and say goodnight to them. So, um, Mark, thank you so much for having it's me. Good. Joey, it's great to see your face again. And uh, let's let's get out and uh, hit the pedals here really soon. Sounds good. Curtis, thanks for coming on, buddy. Great to see you. Ah, oh, it was awesome. Thank you so much. You got it, brother. Yeah. Curtis Ellis, thanks everybody. So Thank you. Thank you for the life-changing glasses. Yes. Oh, I love it. I love <laughs> it. All right, Joey. So Curtis had to jump. It was weird. I had like a funny pause on my side, so I didn't even know that he was saying goodbye until it unpaused. That was kind of strange. Oh. But uh, I'm glad I was able to come back out of my pause before he before he jumped. Always good to have Curtis on board. All right, Joey, going back to you. What's invisible but you wish you could see? I, I'm going to stick. I like your. I don't know if I want to see COVID, but like any germs would be nice. Just any any sickness, just a, like you're saying, hard yeah. left. Yeah. <laughs> Exit, stage <laughs> left. Yeah, it would be nice to see that. Or would it? Would you be afraid to leave the house? I don't know. <laughs> Dude, that's a good point yeah maybe if you could see the germs but you could also see your immune system like you could look down and go oh, i'm strong today like yeah, i'm good yeah. it's a good day i can take this one on <laughs> um okay question five what is the weirdest smell you've ever smelled i'm not i don't know the weirdest but i can definitely tell you the worst <laughs> we um <laughs> We well, we had chickens. They were eaten recently by a mount or a, a bobcat. That um, there was an egg in the kitchen. When you when you have um, chickens, you don't need to put the eggs in the refrigerator. They can sit out. Really? really? Yeah, they don't they don't need to be. Yeah, we just left them out on the counter. But uh, one of them must have been left out longer than normal. And when I picked it up, it popped. And I don't ever want to smell that again. Ooh. I mean, it, it exploded. <laughs> what did it smell like? Did, did it compare to anything? Or? It was definitely the weirdest smell. It, it was sewer. It was egg. It was, it was like a like six-pack of combo smells. <laughs> Ew. Maybe that'd be something that's invisible that you'd want to see is like something would smell. So you could be like, I'm out of here. <laughs> <I'm out>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say, okay. Weirdest smell that I've ever smelled. I I don't know if I can recall which one was be my weirdest ever, but the when I first moved to San Diego in two thousand and one, I think, and I lived by the beach and it was the first hot day on a low tide. That Okay. Yeah. Low tide, seaweedy, rotten smell. I'm like, what the heck is that? And it took me a day or so to figure out that that was the low tide stuff baking in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, okay. 
Question six, and then we're we're going to eight. So question six is a hot okay. dog a sandwich? Why or why not? There, I'm gonna say a hot dog is a hot dog, but there is a hot dog sandwich. When I was little, my dad would take me to a to his place of work, and there was a food cart there, and they would cut the hot dog in half lengthwise and put it on bread. So there was a hot dog sandwich, but a hot dog's a hot dog. So you think that if the hot dog was not, if a hot dog was away from the bun, it would be a sandwich if it was on regular bread? If it's, if a hot dog is in a regular bread, then I'm going to call it a sandwich. But if it's in a hot dog bun, it's a hot dog. Yeah. I, I go along with that too. Is a hot dog a sandwich? I, yeah, I'll say that too. It's definitely, it's, it's unique. It's a, it's a hot dog. That's what we, you know, go to a baseball game, buy a hot dog, you know? Um, but you're right. My dad did the same thing. He, he cut it lengthwise vertically down and then split yeah. the two halves in a, in bread and put some mustard on it. It was a hot dog sandwich. But, uh, yeah, in the bun, that's a hot dog, man. Right. right. <laughs> I agree with you a hundred percent. Okay, number seven. What's the best Wi-Fi name you've seen? Ooh, I don't know any Wi-Fi names, to tell you the truth. Mm. Man, there was one that was always popping up locally around here. It was like, um, I, don't, I, mm, I don't know on that one. Sorry. My best Wi-Fi. It's almost like, it's almost like, What's the best license plate you've seen? Almost that type of thing, huh? Right, right. I never look at anybody's Wi-Fi though. I'm I'm just linked up to all. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. That's true. That's true. And now that we're you know have, with the pandemic, we're not really going to these public places where we have to get on and see right, other people's right. Wi-Fi. I think I had seen one something around where it said "Go away, pirates" or something like that. Like you know, like don't steal my Wi-Fi or something. Right, right. This is not your Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Like go steal someone else's Wi-Fi. <laughs> uh, That's funny. I don't even remember the last time I looked at a Wi-Fi. I mean, I just know mine here. Like you say, we're not out and about looking for free Wi-Fi. So yeah. Yeah, it's it's so true. I bet that that question will change when we get back to normal. We'll be at a Starbucks and you'll go, oh my God, that's a good oh, one. That's a good way. Yeah, I'll text you. I'll text you the next one. <laughs> I got one. Oh, I got one. one. It'll be like, it'll be like a year later. Like, Joey, what is, what are you talking about, bro? Are you okay? <laughs> oh yeah. That podcast back then. <laughs> okay. Final question. Here we go. What is the most ridiculous fact, you know, most ridiculous. What? Where would I go with this one? I know. I needed to prepare for this test. (laughs) (laughs) What do you have for this one? I was trying to think about that myself. It's, and then who would be, would it just be you thinking that's ridiculous? Cause you might think that your fact is, is ridiculous, but someone else might think it's awesome. (laughs) Right, right, right. Um, Hmm. I only thing I could think of, and this is probably totally not factual at all, but from Back to the Future, when he when um, Michael J. Fox is trying to get Back to the Future, and uh, Doc says he needs a lightning strike into the flux capacitor to get there, 
and he says it's 1.21 gigawatts. <laughs> a lightning strike is 1.21 gigawatts potentially. Okay, so you know that. Yeah, that. I guess that's ridiculous to us, but yeah, to <laughs> be like, oh no, we need to know that. <laughs> I know, right? Especially if we're trying to power the DeLorean to get back. <laughs> yeah, that's very important to know. <laughs> <laughs> All my electrician buddies are like, oh, dude, it's so dumb, Mark. What the heck is it? <laughs> There's no such thing as a gigawatt. gigawatt. <laughs> 1.21 gigawatts. <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything for that one either. I'm, 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 I'm going to fail this test. Sorry. No, any, fa- any facts <laughs> at all that you can recall. Um, Facts, facts. Whew. I don't know why nothing's coming to mind right now. I'm looking around the room, trying to find a fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. No, that's fine. That's a funny one because it says, like, what's the most ridiculous facts? Folks, if you're listening to the podcast, think about <laughs> the most ridiculous fact you know and post it on Instagram and tag Pacific Yeti and the segment. We want to know what those are. We need help with this one because yes, I said 1.21. <laughs> I said 1.21 gigawatts is probably not even close to a real fact. <laughs> and Joey's looking around the room. So if you guys could help us out, post post your most ridiculous fact and tag us on Instagram. Tag Pacific Yeti in the segment. That would be. That would be very helpful <laughs> for us. <laughs> uh, well, Joey, we're already at a, an hour and 43 minutes, man. Wow. You, you did. Wow. That was awesome. It goes fast, huh? Yeah, super fast. That that was that was great. It's, it's good to see you, buddy. Thank you so much for jumping onto the podcast. Uh, always good to see you and always great writing with you. Yeah, thank you for having me on the podcast. This was great. Definitely. Of- Good times. Of course, man. And I want to have you back and uh, tell more about your story and how mountain biking has helped you because I think that that's an inspirational story that will help out a lot of people. So, all right, guys. That is it for this episode of the podcast. Thanks again to my to my guest, Joey Yates, a.k.a. Pacific Yeti, Curtis Ellis from the Bole brands. That includes Bole, Serengeti, and Spy Optic. And this is your host, Mark Hill from the segment. And Joey and I are out. We'll see you guys out on the trails. All right, we'll see ya. (laughs) All right, senders, thanks again for being on the show. That's going to do it for episode 19, 19 in the books. How is that for some questions, huh? My buddy Joey says, I'm going to (laughs) pass. And then we both kind of drew blanks when it came to that last question. So, uh, I mean, really, guys, if you know a fact out there that's, um, you know, really cool for you, but kind of random, put it on Instagram. We'd love to see it. Put it on Instagram and tag Pacific Yeti and the segment so we can see what those random facts are that you know. Um, As far as this episode goes... Uh, thank you again to our sponsors. Thank you to the Bole brands, that's Spy Optic, Bole, and Serengeti for supporting the podcast. Also, a special thank you to 7IDP, 7 Intelligent Design Protection. 
And uh, lastly, but not least, thank you so much to Tasco, our latest supporter of the podcast. Thank you so much, Tasco, for being here. We appreciate everything. All right, senders, make sure you know that all that hard work will always pay off and have a good weekend. Hope you send it safely in whatever you're doing. And we'll talk to you on the next podcast.